grab your friends. It's time for MetaWatch, the world's only MetaBots podcast that believes in climate change. In fact, today's episode is a two-parter, and to save on emissions, we are put both parts in this one episode. My name is Mitch, I use he-him pronouns, and just like the Earth, I get hotter every year. Joining me as always is the slightly roasted, lightly toasted, but Kotatsu and boasted, Colin. I am Colin, I use they-them pronouns, and I am an environmental activist, and I support this message. <laughs> this is a, uh, you know, this is a good episode to talk about uh, activism in. Now, we'll get into it um, a little bit later, but uh, okay. <laughs> I believe that Icky is the villain of the show, and everyone else is, I mean, I've gone on record saying Icky is the villain of the show, but I think this episode really comes to heart on that. I, I don't know. I think um, I think this is a, a bit more complicated than that. I think I think Icky really does, uh, you know, kind of comes through. I think we I think we have a heartwarming message. He certainly isn't uh, nice, but I think this is also I think this is probably like the meanest meta B is uh, in the entire series so far. But you know, we'll we'll get to all that. Um, we start off at uh, in Geneva, Switzerland, uh, watching the World Row Battle. Uh, championships yeah. as uh, uh, Team Spain's uh, Red Matador, who is not red, uh, faces off against Team Kenya's War Bandit. Now he is War Bonnet in the uh, in the sub, and they don't mention the countries. So uh, his Native American esque garb uh, and War Bonnet makes me think he's more North America. Now this is a really um, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, this is Gundam, right? I'm using, this is an entire yeah, no, Gundam. This, yeah, I, in fact, my, my note here was, like, did, did they finally make, did they make a, like, an African mecha that is, you know, meets the very, very low bar of being slightly less racist than, um, uh, than G Gundam? And it turns out, no, actually, they made a racist Native American robot, mm-hmm. and uh, the localization team changed it to Kenya for some reason. I suppose to, uh, like, make it a little bit more palatable in the U.S., um, which is just, man, uh, what what a play. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's very strange. <laughs> very weird. Um, but, uh, so this tournament, uh, again, correct me if I'm wrong, but this is the famous convention for geneva right that i hear so much about that america (laughs) Um, hates yeah it's the geneva convention that says that um uh you know war crimes are real you can't gas people you can't uh shoot civilians um can't like torture people etc etc unless it's a children's toy doing it and then it's totally fine all right okay I, i missed that part when um (laughs) <laughs> the American government has been doing it to civilians. So I'm glad yeah. it, there's also a children's toy clause too. <laughs> I told you we're getting right into it in this episode. Yeah. Uh, re- the, the most, the strangest thing is that uh, the, it seems that the top referee in the world for, for metabots is referee Ron, who has a, a thick Southern accent in the tub. <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, that was unusual. <laughs> um, I did really, like a lot. They're trying of it. to show how international this this thing is, you know. And I guess they, uh, in some form, succeeded. I guess. Um, my favorite part was the red matador was a cow type. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just I'm just a big and, fan of a matador being a cow. Yeah. 
uh he's you know had centaur legs and everything like it's it's a it's you know it's kind of it's not incredibly exciting but it is just it's a nice little fun design um it's you know it's not you know really breaking the bank on creativity but it's it's solid i like i like to see it <laughs> uh whereas uh war bandit slash war bonnet uh before i learned that it was supposed to be a native american pastiche until i guess they they pasted over that uh which is kind of like all right you know i guess it does have kind of like a tribal look to it but i guess it, it's you know maybe is it supposed to be like a lion or something i don't know it seems fine and now knowing that it's um you know explicitly the the native american metabot um Mm -hmm. yeah that's definitely like an eagle headdress and Mm -hmm. a bunch of other gross shit so that's that's great we don't like to see it but it does shoot well i guess (laughs) yeah which i'm going to try to overlook all the implications there too with its name and then its uh attack style yeah um you know the uh here's the thing um uh definitely transitions into uh you know not a great thing is, you know, we find out it's actually Icky watching this on TV. Um, he's making comments about how, you know, War Bandit doesn't stand a chance because of Red Matador's cape shield that he kind of, like, throws out. Um, until uh, uh, War Bandit's slash War Bonnet's uh, Metafighter uh, tells him to, like, hone in on, on a certain spot and adjust his uh, his... Uh, scopes at which point uh shoots off red matador's horn um and this is the point where oh this whole cowboy thing starts to make sense as uh uh metabi rides in on salty's back dressed like a cowboy he's got a little vest on he's got a sheriff star he has a cowboy hat pulled down over top of his head with his his horn breaking through i love it um yeah uh, <laughs> I specifically love the hat. The rest of the outfit, I, you know, I can take or leave. But I just love, this is the second time we see Metabee in a hat, canonically. And the boy looks good in a hat. He loves a nice hat. I mean, he's, you know, he's allowed. He's he's a, He's got kind of a little bit of a weird head. I'd get why he'd want to wear a hat, you know. <laughs> uh, Metabee takes a shot after arguing with um, Icky and takes a shot at the TV and hits a button and changes the channel. Now, for our possible younger listeners, um, TVs used to have channels you would press a button on the TV to change a channel, as opposed to uh, just pressing a button on your phone. Uh, you you might have missed this. He actually did hit a remote that was on the. Did he hit a remote first? Oh man, I yeah, missed that. It makes the yeah, it makes the um the remote like fly you know uh, eight feet you know across the room or whatever. I I, I was too charmed by his hat, I suppose. Yeah. And then um, going on my high horse for kids these days. <laughs> uh yeah, they get um, you know, uh they start to have a tussle, you know, Metavi's talking about how he's gonna bring Icky in because he's an outlaw, uh, and they they start wrestling around and eventually bump into the TV and knock over the flower vase that's on top of it that spills water all over the TV and makes it explode. Very good. Yeah, uh, uh, Icky's mom comes in and starts crying because, you know, she's like, oh, I don't even blame you all. It's my fa- fault for putting the vase there. What am I going to tell your father? He's going to be so upset uh, until Icky and Metabi both, uh, you know, adamantly say, no, it's it's our fault. We're so sorry. You know, we'll we'll, we'll throw ourselves in, at father's mercy, mercy, et cetera, et cetera. And she just like effortlessly says like, oh, cool. Thank you. I guess I'll take your allowance away for the week. <laughs> it, uh a couple things here happen that I love. First of all, um, Metabi, the moment he sees Iggy's mom, says, Mother Dearest, which is just really sweet. Um, yeah. 
then, you know, she's like, oh, no, what am I going to tell your father? He's going to be so upset. We've seen his dad three times and both times he's been basically asleep. It's (laughs) no threat there. And then um, she threatens to take away their allowance and Icky's devastated. And Medibi goes, I don't get allowance. I don't care. This doesn't mean anything to me. Yeah, but then Icky's like, no money, no meta parts. Uh, I, you know, how uh, if if I don't have any money, if I don't have an allowance, then you don't get anything either. And then the, he gets upset suddenly. <laughs> yeah, but Icky doesn't buy him shit. <laughs> hey, we we learn specifically in these uh, two episodes, Icky really is the worst robot dad. And I mean, I'm trying to think of worse robot dads, but um. Well, also keep in mind, uh, Icky presumably has had this allowance for a long time and was never able to afford meta parts to begin with Yeah, uh, on this allowance. So it's it's likely that, you know, maybe he's been saving up for forever to get meta be a new part and just still does not have enough money to buy new parts. Uh, so he can only get them by row-battling people. So you believe that uh, Icky's parents are cheap enough that they don't give him that much allowance? See, I was taking it, Icky is so irresponsible that he just walks around and just spends money on er, the first thing he sees and forgets to... Well, we've never, we've never seen him spend money all that often. Like, you know, he bought, like, what, a Gatorade in the the coach arc, and I think that's about it. It's, uh, I guess it's something we're gonna have to watch out for. Uh, I guess everybody stay tuned for our Twitters, and if we see him spend money, we'll post on Twitter right away. Yeah. Um, oh man, uh, yeah, they get in the fight, uh, we cut to the next day where, uh, Medibi is getting mad at Icky for following him, but it's because Medibi is specifically walking in front of Icky on Icky's route to school, um, and so they're still, they're just, you know, they're off on the wrong foot already, uh, and Arika runs up to meet up with them, um, and starts talking about the, uh, the championship, and, you know, uh, finds out that Icky wasn't able to actually watch the, the whole championship because their TV blew up, and so she pulls out, uh, a, a mini-disc recording of it that I assume Icky would watch on his GameCube if he can afford one, um, and, uh, says that, uh, she'll give it to him if he says please, and also if he promises to study up on it, so that he can win the City Row Battle Tournament that's going to be happening soon. Uh, and we see a poster for it, and this might be the only thing that has the Japanese change to English, I assume because the information on here is actually important for us to know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So, Erika, uh, she not only recorded it, which is great foresight, but she burns it to a disc to bring along with her, knowing that she would probably have to give it to Iki because he was more than likely not paying enough attention, even though this is all he lives for. Like, what a good friend. (laughs) We also, um, so we see the uh, PLN type uh, looks like the same model we saw in the first episode. Uh, This one's name is Lady Jet. And I'm a a big fan of this design. It, um, it kind of looks like, uh, it definitely looks like a Transformer. I'm just trying to figure out which one it looks like. Does it look like a Scorponok? Does it look like one of the Constructicons? <laughs> it's definitely got the purple head with a big visor, and it's it's a look. I'll tell you that. Uh, yeah, I definitely think a big part of that is it's got a lot of just, like, gunmetal gray to it, too, which is just like, yeah, it, I mean, it, it looks like a Transformer. <laughs> it's a good look. Yeah. Yeah. 
But yeah, um, but yeah, uh, we find out that it's going to be at a um, in in the parking lot of a supermarket, um, and that uh, you know uh, they're going to do their best to win. Uh, but Metabi uh, tells um, you know Icky that uh, without him, he's just a wannabe. They're still fighting back and forth about you know uh, uh, who's really in control, who's who's the better of the two, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, the Samantha and the Screws show up laughing and uh, telling them they don't they don't have a chance. They better not uh, they better not even enter because uh, Samantha and the Screws are going to clean up at this um, uh, at this tournament uh, because they've got a they've got a secret plan. And Spike immediately blabs that their secret plan is that they gave Peppercat a new part. They just they gave Peppercat a new part. Just they the they've they've supercharged her with some mystery part. Who knows? It's still a mystery, but uh, everybody gets mad because he blabbed about it. Yeah. Um. So these two episodes are probably the closest the sub has ever been to the dub, which is uh, okay. really surprising. Even like the jokes are kind of basically the same, um, which I guess says these are the two kind of most boring uh, joke wise for the dubs. Um. I think it's because they're pretty dense as far as like all the story and stuff going on. There isn't there. There's only like one or two moments I can really point to that. It's like obvious that they filled in mm-hmm. a joke that wasn't there. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think it's, there, there's just a lot going on and they probably did want the, this two parter to be kind of serious given what's going on. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, so the narrator popped in when they were looking at the poster, um, not to say anything. He just says, you know, he's never been able to do this before. So he's really excited. I, I don't know why that popped in, uh, but that's one diff- That's the only difference so far, really, in the uh, show. Um, yeah. But there's a cute moment. And even then, like, Icky just says that himself yeah. in the dub. I, I think they just take a, like, given the fact that the narrator seems to only show up, like, once an episode, it seems like for the dub they just decided, let's just give those lines to somebody. <laughs> yeah, he shows up, uh, I want to say, three or four times in these two episodes, and only one time does he actually say anything. The other times he says something that a character just immediately recaps. Um, <laughs> there's a cute moment right after they're done looking at the poster, right before they start fighting, where Metabee and Icky move perfectly in sync with each other. And it's the closest we see to a friendship between the two of them. And it is immediately <laughs> ruined by Icky turning and saying Metabee is a stupid and defective Metabot and he probably can't win with him. Which is just outright aggressive out of nowhere. And then Metabee retorts... With someone as stupid as you as my meta fighter, I'd lose even the easiest of fights, which is just the worst comeback. <laughs> it's also categorically untrue. Yeah, uh, they've they've lost what like one fight. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's it's untrue. It also says, "Yeah, well, you're so stupid, I lose." But <laughs> I I don't I understand. Mean, uh, uh, Icky is the one who's supposed to be giving him commands. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, you know, and I'm, I am I think it's, you know, good and noble that you're, you're taking Metabee's side in all of this. But I've got to I've got to be here for Icky right now. I understand why you would say something like that. This episode did start with out of nowhere, uh, Metabee rolling up on a dog and threatening to shoot Icky uh, for for being some kind of assumed outlaw of some kind uh, in Metabee's little little cowboy role play. So, you know, uh, they've just they've got a bad they're, they're on bad footing with each other. Uh, you know, they're they, this is kind of like the culmination of them f- having been fighting every episode since the start of the show <laughs> look colin if you can't immediately join in on my cowboy roleplay at a drop of a hat then i don't know we can be friends like 
I'm well, what, you know what, I don't what? like I don't like Western games. I'm gonna be honest; they don't do anything for me. Okay, you pull a sword out, and I'm all for it. Yeah. But you know, just the the whole six shooter, uh, cow riding desert stuff. Just I don't know. It's never it's never sparked my bulbs or anything. The samurais existed during the uh, the Western timeline. Like they did, and, and you know, uh, like I've I've read the whole thing that you know you could have a a. a uh, like a Mexican revolutionary uh, a cowboy and a um, a, a Catholic samurai all in Mexico City at the same time. Uh, and that would be cool. We don't ever see that in a Western, though. Uh, okay, so. as long as we both read the same Tumblr posts that were posted on Facebook and then downloaded and put onto Twitter, I, I guess we're good. I've seen it probably like a dozen yeah. times, yes. Um, no, yeah, I get it. It's just, it, it, I never want to root for Icky. Especially, like, no, not, it's just I never want to root for Icky. Now, uh, Sam here, I have no problem rooting for. The Screws, I love them. And Sam apparently, <laughs> uh, in the sub, she mentions that she just barely lost last year to uh, Lady Jet. So she's, you know, looking like the one that uh, he's got to beat. And Nikki's like, oh, I don't care. I beat you all the time. And that's yeah. when they start fighting. <laughs> Well, uh, eventually, uh, Icky does go off to try and be a good robot dad and goes to the, the 24-hour mart uh, to see if he can get a similar part that will soup up Meta B to, to stay in competition. And uh, Henry is there and is immediately like, listen, you don't, you know, uh, you don't need to give him a, like, even if you got him the best parts, if you don't, if you don't install them properly, if you don't, if you don't give him a nice cleaning, if you don't give him a tune-up, it won't matter. He won't be able to use him well. What you really should do is give Metabi, you know, a deep clean, you know, torque all those screws nice, get everything tight and ready to go, run some diagnostics, like really show him some like love and like self-care. And uh, Icky's kind of like, I mean, I'd love to, but, you know, he won't let me take his coin out so I can't I can't take the whole thing apart and clean it. Uh, at which point he, um, you know, gets, uh, basically gets Henry's help, like gets Henry to agree to loan him a, a, a new tin pet so that Icky can put together, uh, a temporary Metabot body for Metabee to hang out in while he cleans the Metabee parts. Uh, there are some, uh, slight but important distinctions here in the sub. Um, <laughs> so Henry's like, I'm not going to sell you a part. You don't take care of the ones you have. When was the last time you polished Metabi? And Icky goes, you know, I don't think I've ever polished him. And then Henry goes, you really need to be a better Metafighter. And then Icky goes, well, you know, I can't get him out of his body. And Henry goes, I will loan you my personal tin pet. So um, we see that it is Henry's personal one, which means, you know, the boy doesn't have a real Metabot. He just got the, he just got them bones. Like, <laughs> which is really sad because... You know, no body, no no medal. Like, won't won't someone give Henry a medal? He deserves a medal, like a yes, a rare one even. I think yeah, I think someone should give. You know, retort retort would be a good person to get rare medals from for Henry. Uh, here's here's the thing I don't understand. We know you can buy the meta parts at at the store mm -hmm. and the tin pet and and all of that stuff, and it seems like the tin pets are are, like, not that expensive enough because, like, you know, uh, Henry was willing to give one away for free for uh, Icky back in the first episode. They're just bones. How much can they cost? Yeah. 
uh, we, I mean, yeah, I can go to the butcher and get chicken bones all day long. Um, the thing that we don't really know is how do you get it? How do you get a medal? We've never seen medals on display for sale. We've never seen anybody buy one. Uh, you know, it's, it seems like you just luck your way into a medal and maybe Henry just doesn't have a medal. Like you say, um, you know, it, it's crazy. You know, if he didn't have this job at the, at the convenience store, I'm sure he'd be, he'd probably be driven all the way to a life of crime of trying to steal one. I mean, that's the only thing I could think of, but, uh, Henry is a good upstanding citizen who only wants to help people. So, uh, luckily for society, that's not the case. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, um, Icky heads back uh, with the um, uh, uh, with the tin pet. Uh, uses the the couple of parts that they've won over the course of of the season so far to put together a Frankenstein of a uh, of a body. It's got the the tentacle legs. It's got uh, one of the shield arms. It's got another arm that I didn't recognize, and then the ghost head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I was just talking about this last episode, wasn't I? How Icky should yes. just build a secondary. Yeah, I, it's funny how things worked out. Um, but yeah, then he starts looking around for Metabi, uh, can't find him, and so then he starts running around the neighborhood. But it turns out that Metabi was just out on a walk with Salty and, and comes back. Metabi is a better dog dad than Icky is a robot dad. <laughs> uh, Metabi, you know, immediately sees uh, this this monstrosity that. Um, uh, that Icky is made, gets really, really upset, uh, and, you know, uh, kind of, you know, runs off. Uh, he accuses, um, uh, Icky of trying to replace him, um, uh, you know, uh, crams this, this meta, uh, this meta fighter as, uh, the, these, these parts into a trash can and kind of wrecks them. Uh, and just, you know, won't even take it, thinks that Icky just wants to get rid of him, that Icky doesn't believe in him, and, uh, you know, says that, you know, he's gonna do this on on his own, he doesn't need Icky, like, Icky should just, you know, screw off. <laughs> yeah, uh, so during this entire time, it was really hard to watch, um, because they're both arguing without saying how they actually feel. Um, just communicate. Couples look at each other and just say, I feel anxious about how much you value me. And I just want to take your brain out of your body so I can take it apart and clean it better. Like, just communicate. <laughs> yeah. It's, oh, man. I do, it's, as someone with anxiety, I really don't like these plot lines that can be solved by just like, okay, but if but if you talk to each other, it'd be totally fine. Oh, absolutely. Um, no, I, but I the can't same, handle yeah. it. But at the same time, the payoff eventually is going to be worth it. Uh, I can't wait to get there. But uh, we're going to be in pain for a while. Um, yeah. But uh, at so least we get to we see cut... Mr. Ref, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mr. We do referee? see Mr. Referee as we cut to uh, we cut to the tournament the next day. Um, Arika's there. Uh, Brass has, like, a full-on video camera that she's helping her report with. That's great. Got that upgrade. Uh, love these mid-season upgrades. Um and uh, we see a montage of a bunch of different, uh, uh, you know, metabots that I barely recognize any of them fighting. Um, and uh, Metabee is cleaning up without any kind of direction from Icky. Uh, he's doing just fine. You know it's a good episode when we see Brass. I, the rest of them I can take or leave, but um, it's nice we see Brass. Uh, most of these robots we have seen before. Uh which is really nice, but there's two or three of them we have not. 
and I've got him marked down. So when I see him in a future episode, I go, ah, ah, we saw him in a, a fight. <laughs> I don't know if that's foreshadowing or because um, the dub and the sub have different episode numbers. Um, if we kind of skipped ahead quite a bit. Yeah, I know. Um, we we have. I think we're we're missing what like four to six episodes right now, basically, um, which will be front loaded into the start of season two, I believe. Um, but so they they might have already appeared uh, technically, or it, it it might be just like, hey, you know, we need some extra designs. Uh, let's use these ones because we've already we prepped the designs for mm-hmm. you know the the show or whatever. Um, yeah, I think uh, but, that's what uh, you know, Lady Jet. I believe yeah. they're like, oh, you know, we designed a cool little robot uh, for the first episode. We might as well start using it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I'm I'm sure like the game had been out for for a fairly long amount of time at this point too. So you know they they have plenty of source material to pull from. Um, uh, but yeah, Sumilodon is uh, in one of the arenas right now. Uh, uh, also cleaning house. Uh, Karen comes over to say hi to Icky. Um, and, uh, uh, yeah, um, uh, we see that Sumulodon basically beats the previous champion, just completely knocks her out. Uh, and Koji comes over, uh, to tell Icky that, you know, he's, he's here to, uh, you know, have a decisive match with him and Metabi. He, those are the two that he's really keeping an eye on. And, uh, if he beats him, then, uh, he'll, he'll be the champion and he can go on to be the world champion someday. <laughs> it's nice. Um, I noticed about Koji here, uh, when I first saw him, I'm like, oh, that's Ken from Digimon. Uh, <laughs> I noticed here, you know, Koji's got purple eyes. You know who else has purple eyes? Vash Ken from, uh, I mean, okay. I was I was, <laughs> was going to say Ken from Digimon. I'm like, I think this is just a Ken from Digimon origin story. Um, let's see. Because you know who uh, Ken from Digimon's Digimon partner was, right? Uh, the Grub? Uh-huh, a beetle grub. <laughs> okay, yeah, and it <laughs> does turn into, into a... A big beetle with swords and guns. Yeah. Um, let's see, Digimon Adventure 2 uh, began airing April 2nd of the year 2000. A sequel series. Absolutely. And Metabots began airing um, July 2nd, 1999. So, yes, this could be the Ken origin story. We're going to have to keep an eye on this. I, I think that's the only logical uh, extraction of vague information that I have that I refuse to look into. <laughs> um anyways uh you know uh, uh Icky's in some kind of way you know you definitely uh get the feeling that you know he's he really wants to be working with Meta B but he's respecting Meta B not wanting to work with him and so he's really trying to like stay hands off um and uh even you know is so kind of like out of it and disassociating that you know uh, Koji like puts his hand out to shake you know like you know friendly noble challenge to uh uh to meet each other in battle later and uh you know uh, uh, Icky completely flubs him and then thinks to himself how can i shake hands with Koji when i can't even shake hands with my own metabot so like Icky is really internally messed up by the fact that he can't find a way to to be on friendly terms with Metabi it's a uh... Maybe it is my innate icky hate uh, that's guiding me here. Um, I never got the the idea that Icky is respecting Meta B's un, uh, decision enough because historically Icky does not respect Meta B's decisions. 
Um, I got the idea that he was just too um, stubborn and proud, which the narrator pops in here and uh, kind of backs me up on that. And he goes, Icky couldn't bring himself to shake his hand. He didn't feel he had the right to after being so stubborn. So he, he does feel bad, but I don't know if he's not apologizing to Metabee out of a sense of respect or out of um, a misguided sense of respect. You should always apologize. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, it feels more like, well, I don't want to apologize because I'm icky and I'm kind of a little shit. <laughs> I think, uh, I don't know. I think the way that, that like they characterize icky's lines in the dub, at least uh, definitely point towards that. Mm-hmm. And it might just be like a difference between the direction of the sub and the dub, but like, yeah, let's, let's keep rolling with this. Um, it, it could, uh, again, it could just be a personal like, I'm looking at Icky and go, I'm not going to give you the slightest bit of acknowledgement here. I, it could be me. I I completely accept that. I, I think I think there's something in um, uh, the next fight that is really probably the big thing that's giving me this feeling. Uh, but we cut over to the convenience store where Henry is trying to sneak out of work. Uh, you know, says something about he can't even believe that his boss expects him to work right now. You know, he needs to be down at the at the tournament row battling. And he starts getting ready uh, to, you know, uh, get his moped going when his boss comes up behind him and just asks him what he's doing. And he kind of like stammers out that he needs to go deliver some noodles and just buzzes off. And uh, this this poor old man who runs this this convenience store just kind of slowly says after he leaves. But Henry, we don't do deliveries, Mm -hmm. do Mm -hmm. we? (laughs) It's very good, Um, which Uh, I've been in Henry's position before where you kind of, you know, you kind of stretch the truth a little bit um, to your boss. And then all of a sudden now you have a new job. Henry's going to come back next (laughs) week and now he's a delivery boy too. Yeah. Uh, I was honestly really expecting, uh, you know, he zooms off uh, on the delivery and the boss to go, when you get back, you can go home so you can go watch that tournament you want. I was really expecting us to get a really nice boss moment and Henry's just kind of, again, not communicating well, but um, (laughs) we didn't get that. And I was, uh, I was kind of surprised. I thought Metabots and I were finally on the same kind of wavelength there when it came to humor. It was weird. Well, I I think, I think we'll be on the same wavelength here pretty soon. Um, I'm just going to save it for my fan fiction, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) Wait for our third Twitter where it's just going to be my fan fiction. Uh, the, the, um, oh, I don't even know, a, a, a meta watch of our own. (laughs) It's going to be meta watch, but M-E-T-A. Oh, okay. Um. Now that I say it, I have to get that Twitter, don't I? Well, we cut back to the tournament, uh, Pepper Cat's going up, uh, to fight off, fight against some big green guy, and they've loaded her up with every part that they've won recently. So she's got the giant big punching arm uh, the that uh, the, um, the uh, cyanide dog used for that. Uh, yeah, the giant crab arm, uh, you know, big old uh, 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 gun arm, like a bunch of stuff. Um, and she is so loaded down. This points back to what Henry said that, you know, it doesn't matter what parts you give some, uh, give a metabot. If you don't tune them correctly, it isn't going to matter. And she's so heavy that she can't even move uh, or pick this giant crab arm up off the ground. And, uh, so, you know, the, the enemy metabot just punches her once, flies backwards, lands on top of, uh, Samantha and the screws and they're out They're They're defeated that fast. <laughs> it, yeah, it is, uh, 
we get another one punch fight here, which Minabots loves. Um, two things: uh, the green Minabot. I was trying to figure out what animal it is, and it's they're almost usually an animal. Um, I believe it's some sort of mantis monster, but I really like the eyes are um, like these yellow circles uh, behind a green grill. Like that's yeah. just a really cool look. Um, also, I kind of thought it was like a crocodile or something on first glance, but also like maybe. it's on screen for like a total of like three seconds. Oh, yeah. So it's kind of, yeah, who knows? <laughs> yeah. Um, very weird. Uh, didn't, didn't they steal that crab arm from Icky? Um, cause yes, we last saw it. Yeah. Cyan dog had it. And then he was going to like, he and uh, Meta B were fighting cause he said, we're not going to give it back. And I, I just assumed Medibi got it back, so I was really excited to see Peppercat had it, because I'm like, oh, she stole it from Spike, <laughs> who stole it from Mickey? Yeah. I, it, I'm i sure Spike offered it up to his master, you know, no questions oh, asked. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, uh, we we go... we have a... And oh, we, go for it. We have a little uh, montage of uh, Metabots kind of resting in tents in between fights. Um, Koji obviously has a little tiny, uh, rejuvenation coffin a la DBZ for his, uh, yeah. Simula Dunad. Um, pretty much everybody has some kind of like car based thing or like a mm-hmm. big tent and like a bunch of people like running tests and doing analysis and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and then in the back, we just have this dark tent and it's just meant to be in there alone with a Wh- screwdriver, <laughs> which is really nice. Um, but before we get to that real quick. Did you happen to look at all the metabots as we passed them? Um, I definitely caught that uh, the samurai was there. Yes. Um, we, that's, we, that's, yeah. We have the principal's mustachioed samurai just hanging out, which means the principal's probably here having the time of his life. Good oh, for yeah. him. I'm, it's, yeah, it's the only time of year he probably gets to row battle. Uh. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm so happy for the man. And, you know, we see him a little bit later. Uh, spoilers. Um, but, like, what a good episode for principal. Good for him. Uh, and then, yeah, Meta B sitting alone, uh, kind of sad working on his arm, which is yeah, uh, kind of a bummer after the principal bit. But um, this starts, I'm really excited with this episode. We see, uh, so Meta B uh, has taken part, part of his arm, and we're seeing the guts of his arm. Yeah. And I, this show, uh, the animation is very good, the movement is very good, uh, but the art style is very simplistic. Um, yeah. So, uh, I kind of got the impression that they'll show like some wires and stuff inside of a metabot, uh, but they're not really going to go, you know, whole hog on it. But no, Metabee's arms off, and we see what looks to be a very complicated inside of an arm, which is yeah really nice. I I was not expecting it. Um, every time we see an inside of a metabot, like it's it's really cool how much thought and detail they put into this, which. Again, knowing the background of these people makes sense, but with that simplistic art style, I just was not expecting it. I don't know. And I think that 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 kind of like the minimalism of the art style still carries through to that. And it helps it feel like Mm -hmm. you're not looking at like the inside of like a a war machine Gundam or something. I mean, it it looks like he's he's like, you know, tightening screws and stuff on like an electric RC car. Like it it has that feel of this is this is a children's toy. Mm -hmm. It's a complicated children's toy, but it's still a children's toy. And like that's like a nice kind of like feeling for them to nail. (laughs) Yeah, that was exactly the the way I felt about it was this is a very complicated children's toy, which uh, nails it. 
yeah, um, Icky does try to, you know, uh, bury the hatchet, you know, uh, uh, really wants uh, Metabee to know that he thinks that, that together um, they can beat Similodon and they can, they can you know, uh, really, you know, get out of here and uh you know even you know brings over a hollow compress kind of thing uh to kind of help meta b do some work on his arm and it seems like finally finally maybe we've got that they they they're you know they're they're doing what they need to make sure that the other's there for them again um until spikes comes in and is like hey uh i bet all of my puddings for the year on the champion and I bet him on you, so you better win. And if you do win, I'll split him with you. Which is, you know, this isn't the first time that Metabee has like overheard a thing like this and just immediately jumps to the conclusion that the only reason that Icky's being friendly with him is is for this scheme to get pudding. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just they're back to fighting again. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I I love this. Uh, very good bit. Um, yeah, in the sub, Icky is silent this whole time. He just shows up with his magic clothes iron and just starts rubbing on uh, Metabee as he's berating him. Which, you know, okay. Uh, and then, you know, Spike pops in and says he'll, he bet all of his, all the school's coffee milk on Icky. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, Metabee gets, you know, mad. And again, the couples, uh, you know, I feel you're using me instead of being with me for the enjoyment of it. And the spiky here idiot makes bets on his own accord and didn't talk to me. Just, just say it. Just, you're in a relationship just communicate yeah but then there's the problem of instead of instead of icky telling meta b how he feels and what's going on instead he demands meta b listen to him which yeah. is just no yeah uh no, and meta b walks no. out yeah, yeah. he's he goes, not taking this you're my property i own you you have to listen to me which you know what not a good look on anybody I- slightly better in the dub because you know uh Icky's instead says i'm your meta fighter you you have you need to listen to me you have to listen to me so like you know ownership doesn't get brought up uh but it's still it's bad it's not good yeah, replace meta fighter with boyfriend like uh, <laughs> that's bad yeah and again i do replace meta fighter with boyfriend in my mind a lot of times like it's <laughs> they're in a relationship they need to work on it yeah uh, but we do cut to uh, Team Rocket scheming here, oh, including real the big... quick though. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna guess that this line doesn't happen in in the sub. But as there as uh, Metabee storms out, Spike does go. That dude must really hate pudding. <laughs> <laughs> it does not make it into the sub. No. Okay. Uh, he goes. Um, Did I do that? In the sub, <laughs> which is great. Like I love it. Um, yeah. But that's as close as we get. But no, yeah, we do cut to Team Rocket scheming, including yeah. their little baby-sized meows, uh, and they're yeah. selling yakisoba. Yeah, uh, in the dub at least, we find out that um, the 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 dude leader's name is Rodfish, and the girl leader's name is Gill Girl, um, which that's that's fun, that's cool, mm-hmm. uh, and yeah, they're they're running a fried yakisoba stand, uh, which is their their grand evil plan. It'll start here, then they'll get a kiosk at the mall, then a full-size restaurant, and then a franchise all over the world. Um. <laughs> Which is great. Like, I, I love, I think that was my favorite thing about, you know, Team Rocket. And, like, it's my favorite thing about dumb, evil groups where, yeah, sure, you know, they're vague and evil and they want to take over the world somehow. But, like, there are a bunch of dweebs who just... Sometimes they're really good at cooking, or sometimes they're great at doing something small. 
And they're like, we'll franchise this, and that's how we're going to take over the world. Yeah. There's nothing um, wrong with running a restaurant. The, well, the baby does ask how this is an evil plan, and one of them responds, obviously you haven't tasted the noodles, which makes me curious as to how – is it because they're, they've got – you know if they're loaded up with a lot of MSG? Because that's like – you know that's a that's like a, a myth. Like MSG is just yeah. like it's it's a a, a salt like anything. Yeah, else. monosodium glutamate. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, is is like is are they like putting an addictive substance into the noodles? Like what's going on? <laughs> yeah, uh, he just goes. I don't think this is what an evil secret uh, evil secret society does, though, Robo. And the guy's like, well, this is how we do it. I'm like, all right, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm down. Um, I just. Again, I love evil groups who are just, they're just friends doing something silly. It, it's yeah. a good time. And this is, well, this is probably we'll, we'll the get best. to their real crime soon. Uh. Well, this is the best they've, I think these two episodes are the, uh, they're definitely the best we've seen here. And um, I was telling Colin before we started, I, uh, I accidentally watched two different episodes. And uh, <laughs> this is the best the Robo Robo Gang has been, uh, at least so far this season. Yeah. Uh, so we do cut uh, back over to the Meta B Smilodon fight. Um, and, you know, Icky's kind of hanging back. He knows that Meta B doesn't want him to talk to him, so he's not giving him any commands. But uh, he's kind of like, you've got Icky's running monologue about how. You know, Metabee isn't keeping his distance. Uh, uh, you know, he's he's not keeping Smilodon away from him, who's like primarily a a close range fighter. And uh, you know, uh, Metabee's really taking a beating from it. Uh, and you know, as as he kind of finishes his thought, uh, like Metabee gets you know hit in the legs, and as he's running, and his legs are about to just fall apart. Like they almost don't have any power left in them. Uh, which is when Icky finally kind of, you know, breaks his silence and kind of like, you know, speaks into his into his watch, like, "Hey, Metabee, you need to you need to watch your distance. You need, uh, you know, don't go so hard on your legs. They're about to give out." Uh, and Metabee just kind of like throws it back in his face, like, "Don't talk to me. You know, you're you're not my Metafighter, etc., etc." Uh, I'm gonna guess it's a little bit more harsh in the in the sub than it is the dub. Um, not not really, actually. Uh. uh you know, it might be. Um, I was kind of, I was kind of blown away for a moment. Um, I'm kind of really distracted, and I, I watched this episode a couple times, and every time I went back to look at this one scene. So we see real quick, uh, Metabee stats. Now uh, these stats are actually slightly different than they used to be, which uh, is fun. So now I'm gonna have to look at the stat menu every time it pops up. <laughs> um, his stats currently are uh, missile, revolver submachine gun and what i thought said oh shit sucker uh <laughs> it is not it's a uh, ochisuke uh suke air uh my pronunciation my pronunciation is bad um or calm down um so like i i really like that he's got a stat that yeah. just says calm down these these might be like command buttons that like Icky has access to, which would kind of make sense. But I'm sure he never pushes them because he never makes uh, he he never forces Meta B to calm down. <laughs> if there's a uh, if it is a command button, uh, there's no uh, button prompt on the UI. It is just uh, okay. numbers and stuff. Well, it's a bar graph, but uh, <laughs> uh, it, it's. I, every time it pops up, I see, oh, shit, sucker. And I'm like, whoa, oh, nope, okay. <laughs> okay. 
I, again, uh, it's another instance of me just putting something into the show and just completely yeah. forgetting about what they're actually saying. But it, it, it didn't come across as um, at least more harsh than I thought it, uh, the situation okay. called for. Because Menabee has had a rough day. He just wanted to play with his friend and be a cowboy. And um, since then, he's been called names and then kind of abandoned and uh, then called property. Like, that's rude. Menabee should be mad. Uh, also, uh, you know, I think it's uh, important to point out that I guess the the localization team has officially realized that they aren't. It isn't a rocket launcher. They are in fact missiles, uh, and so now they are officially calling them missiles all mm-hmm. the time, which is good. Um, I guess. But yeah, uh, Smilodon comes in, knocks out you know Medivh's legs, knocks out both of his arms, um, and is you know basically you know uh, Koji kind of like taunts him into, you know, well, oh, you still have your missiles left. You might as well fire those. Uh, only to reveal that uh, Smilodon has a uh, has a special ability. It begins to glow with green light, and um, uh, the missiles backfire, and uh, Metabee is completely taken out. Yeah, uh, it's, a, it's a good fight, to be sure. Um, I'm not entirely sure why Sabertooth Tiger has anti-missile uh, properties, but I'm for it. I mean, if they had that in real life, I'm sure they'd still be around. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, that's that's the beauty of of meta parts is you can you can swap them in and out. I'm sure uh, you know uh, Koji's the top tier meta fighter. He he needed to have some kind of range defense. Uh, the dude is rich and knew he was going against a missile uh, missile launching beetle. Like that that's that's really the the thing here. Um, I really do like that uh, when Meta B's arm breaks or whatever. Uh, for the first time in the show, they fade in color a lot like Optimus Prime does when he dies. Which, uh, again, as a Transformer fan, I'm I'm really into. Um, I guess it's uh, it's supposed to kind of like tie into the whole thing of like, you know, it's that part losing power so mm-hmm. that you can kind of like very probably so they don't have to you know draw like the parts getting totally like torn up and blown up they can kind of keep the same kind of shape that they have and just like you know uh dial the saturation down to kind of show that like oh yeah it's taken enough damage where like it's you know it's not working anymore kind of thing i i'm sure that's the visual shorthand they're going for but um i'm telling you oh not only was i guessing earlier that these uh uh metabot artists were really into transformers just based on the you know the kind of look of some of them um we see in the montage a uh, metabot that looks almost exactly like mirage the the transformer uh the head was different to be sure but that body right there it was perfect um and i'm i'm betting that metabot transformed into a car you couldn't tell me he didn't he had wheels on his shoulders (laughs) there's no way you're gonna have wheels in your shoulders if you don't turn into a car um, but yeah, uh, Henry pulls up and Metabee only has a functioning head and they're just, he just starts screaming at Icky and Icky starts screaming back. And like, that's, that's rough to see. Just, just talk to each other. Yeah. 
Uh, instead, um, you know, like, Icky's trying to tell him, like, hey, don't fire your missiles, like, it's, it's a trap, but, uh, you know, MetaBee's, mm-hmm. like, you know, it's, I, it's the only thing I can do, I'm gonna do it anyways, uh, you know, I've gotta win, um, and, yeah, he fires the missiles, they immediately blow up, mm-hmm. the dust clears, and even the color on MetaBee's head is, is, you know, desaturated, his eyes aren't on, the coin pops out, and MetaBee is fucking dead. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it, it's a great way to end an episode. It just maybe dies. All right. Uh, end of the episode. So um, w- when we start up part two, we get to see the new cast of characters, um, w- which is really great. We see, uh, you know, Ty and Icky are gone. Uh, Matt's gone. TK's gone. We see a whole new cast of characters and their Digimon, which I'm, you know, uh, kind of jarring for episode. Uh, what are we on? 11, 10? When when you said you accidentally watched the wrong episode, I didn't realize it was also from the wrong anime. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm sorry. This is <laughs> it's the same anime. It says, oh, okay, all right. No, I see what I did here. Okay, um, it'll be funny. We'll fix this in post. Here, I'll go watch the episode real quick. Uh, put a pause here and come back. <laughs> Okay, uh, so... Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The next episode start and Koji just slaps Icky. Okay. You know, I guess yeah. it's not as good as what I was on, but fine. Uh, did, did you not get a previously on at the start? Uh, no, actually. Um, it uh, just okay. it showed the theme song and then we cut to uh, the end of the theme song and then just slap right across the face. Uh, we don't get the slap in the dub. We do get a we get a convenient what? previously on. Oh uh, no! This is this is before shows having running plots uh, week to week. Oh, um, Metabee is still fucking dead. Uh, Koji does tell Icky that Icky disgusts him. Yeah. Okay. Uh, which know. is fair. Yeah. Yeah. But like uh, <laughs> the slap. Oh man, it, it was so it slapped all the sound cut out. There was no music. There was no movement. It was just slap, and then you heard a slight echo. And then Koji goes, you're insulting everyone else here by not fighting. Which is great. Uh, yeah. Mr. Referee goes to give Koji a trophy, and he says, take it back. It's worthless to me now. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, you know, he says, um, oh, man. Uh, he's, in the dub, he says that it's only going to bring shame and dishonor to his trophy case. Uh, to which the referee says, but it's heavy. And then Koji immediately says, all right, okay, I'll take it. <laughs> no, uh, he goes, it's a meaningless trophy after that kind of fight. It's an insult to meta fighting. And yeah. the ref goes, but you have to take it. You won. And he goes, I'll take it only on the condition Aki fights me again. If yes, not, I'm does, leaving that garbage yeah. here. And it's, it's a strong move. You know, um, Koji is kind of hit and miss. Uh, you know, he's kind of a nice boy, but he's rich, so that sucks. Uh, yeah. You know, he, he's really friendly, um, and he shits on Icky. So, again, two pluses. But then he's kind of possessive of Karen, which is a big negative, too. Um, the the thing that I kind of, like, don't like the way that he's acting in all this is he is, he is right that Icky sucks uh, in what he's doing. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, he it's never from the position of, you know, uh, you have you have to, like be nicer to meta B you have mm-hmm. to connect with him as a friend. It's just, you need to, you need to get in control of, of your thing and you need to do better. And, uh, uh it's disrespectful to all of us that you can't do that. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like you, you don't get the feeling that he and Smilodon have any kind of relationship at all, which is kind of like not great. 
Um, I agree but, there. You know, also, he, you know, he's he does say, yeah, like, you know, I'm uh, I'm only taking this to, to uh, offer you a rematch tomorrow at sundown at the temple. Um, you you need to come there and, and you know, redeem yourself uh, by fighting me like a real meta fighter. Um, and uh, Icky doesn't even know if he can redeem himself after he's turned his back on meta the way he has. And uh, is just really sad and depressed at, at what happened to to his friend. His friend is just fucked up uh and it immediately starts to rain on him too which is real good um iggy's been silent this entire episode so i mean other than the fact that metabi is uh dead this has been a great episode Icky got slapped he hasn't said a single <laughs> word like i'm i'm for it um but uh then it rains and stuff happens. The uh, rubber yeah. robos drop all their coins and pick them up. And yeah. they accidentally pick up Metabee's metal for some reason, which is all yeah. the way over there as opposed to on the ring where it fell. Um, uh, it it did like uh, when it fired off, it did seem to like go away. So at least there's that. But, I guess you know, maybe you got kicked around by by somebody stumbling around or something like that. I just I don't know. I I guess uh, this. The other option is, so this uh, kid's TV show may just not have the logical consistency that uh, a cultured adult such as myself demands. I, <laughs> I, I, th- I think it's one of the two. Either somebody kicked it or um, this kid's TV show just isn't as uh, logically consistent as it needs to be. Hey, we don't need to cinema sense this. Just because we don't see something happen on screen doesn't mean that it's a plot hole. Like, it's, you know, things can happen. It's fine. It's, uh, we're going to play fast and loose with continuity. It, it's moving, it's, it's making the narrative interesting. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. But no, it, it is really good. Um, so we see, um, you know, I didn't get this guy's name. I just, in my notes, I referred to him as the big guy. We see the big, yeah, I, uh, I, Rubber. We never get a name for him or the baby, which I yeah. wish we did. We got a name for the baby, but um, I didn't write it down. I don't write down the Japanese names. I try to write down the uh, the, the dub names, uh, yeah. so that way it's easier to talk about, um, and I'm less likely to mispronounce or misspell it in my notes. Um, so I just call him the big guy. He's the the big rubber robo with the scar on his face. Um, I love the archetype, because uh, he's just a sweet boy. Um, <laughs> we find out... you know. He he's the knight. I mean, we'll get to it. But he's a nice yeah. guy. Um, yeah. But he just picks up the, the metal and he's looking at it. And then Brass runs up and goes, "Hey, you're the Rubber Rogo gang. Get out of here!" And they're like, "Oh shit, cheese yeah. it." Um, which I love seeing Brass on screen, but like, it's too bad the Rubber Robos run away. Yeah, uh, in the dub, it's it's more that uh, she and Arika run up to try and get an interview out of them, and they run off because they don't want to. They they can't believe they've been revealed as the Rubber Robo Gang, um, right? Which is we do get a good. It's a good bit. Like yeah. Oh no, we're dressed as the gang, and we're talking about being the gang, and we say Robo all the time. How did anyone know we were us? Like it's yeah. a good bit. <laughs> Uh, we also get the unintentionally hilarious line of Karen really like sobbily asking if Metabee's dead and for Erika to immediately respond with, no, he's alive, just in the most deadpan way possible to just make it clear that no, the robot didn't die, even though Metabee is definitely fucking dead right now. <laughs> That's in the sub too. <laughs> and it was probably the best part of this. You know, the slap is the best part, but I mean, this is a real good part of the episode where she just goes... Is is he dead? No, he's alive. Just completely deadpan in the Japanese too, um, which at first struck me as pretty dumb. 
And then I'm like, well, you know, Karen always interrupts every fight she sees and heals both competitors. She's probably not seen a Metabot lose. And I'm like, except for the tournament she's been watching all day. (laughs) So she saw a lot of (laughs) Metabots die today. And she can't do anything about it. I bet she didn't even bring Nutrinurse with her. Nutrinurse might have been busy at the hospital or, you know, saving lives today. Yeah, yeah. You she's know. got a life we don't, outside we don't, of She has a rich interior life, probably. We don't know what she's up to. <laughs> um, she transcended humanity. So I, I'm <laughs> guessing she's, you know, she's got some shit to do on a Saturday afternoon. Yeah. Um, I guess but, it's a uh, Sunday. Also... It must be a Sunday. Because today was a weekend day. And tomorrow they at school. So today must yeah, be Sunday. Yeah, yeah, it's got to be Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it seems like uh, Icky had, like, the whole previous day off, too. So, yeah, that, that all makes sense. Um, We're narrowing down this canon together. Yeah. Uh, the screws also overhear that uh, Metabee's coin is lost, and so they, they make a plan to start searching. Uh, Icky, I guess, uh, after exhausting searching this area, goes back to... Uh, his house and just starts deep cleaning and tuning up and repairing all of Metabee's parts, even though he doesn't have a metal. Hold on, um, hold on, real and, quick, hold on. I figured it out. Yeah. It's Sunday. Neutral Nurse is at church. Her name is Saint Nurse. Oh yeah, she's well. She's got to go con- to con- uh, she's got to go to confession so that she can uh, you know clear up that uh, how nasty she's been. <laughs> you know what? Uh, you know, nope. We'll save that for the fan fiction Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but no uh it's really nice to see icky actually work hard for a change um I, again i've been watching a couple other episodes accidentally and uh those just hammer down how lazy and selfish this boy is so well, I, I i don't i don't think it's that because you know we the kind of like a a Icky or Icky's whole thing is he he couldn't do this because uh, Metabee didn't want his coin taken out of his body uh, to to be able to do these like deep cleans and repairs and stuff. So it's you know it, it seems like Icky wanted to do this. It's just he you know he didn't have a way for to like respect uh, Metabee's wishes to not just be a nobody or a watch or something. And it's, you know, the thing that kind of kicks this whole thing off is like him getting and putting together this, uh, you know, this, this second body for Metabee to be in. So mm-hmm. he can, you know, deep clean and, and, and take apart all this stuff and, and retune it. So like, I, you know, I, I know you are predisposed to dislike Icky, but I think you're really giving him a bad shake here. You know what? I, I would really love, um, I, Lord knows I love saying I'm wrong and uh, feeling bad about that. But at this one instance, I I have to insist. Uh, Iggy's a piece of shit and he just doesn't care. Um, I, I don't have any proof to back that up other than the rest of the show. Uh, and every I, instance I of people really, asking I adult. don't think there's any text to support that. I'm very sorry. Uh. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I get it. You are right. He did not have a secondary body. And I'm sure his communication skills with Menabee and the relationship... Uh, does not quite allow uh, Metabee to place the trust into Icky for him to uh, be disembodied for temporarily, uh, even yeah. if it is uh, beneficial for him in the long run. I do understand that. However, however, Icky sucks. So, you know, like, <laughs> it can go both ways here. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, like, when it when it comes down to it, like, I, I, I think Icky's character flaw is not being lazy. It's refusing to uh-huh. be open and communicating with his partner. That's the problem. That is fair. <laughs> we do see in a lot of the other episodes, Icky is lazy. 
He's just a lazy person who doesn't take care of things, and they keep breaking on him. Uh, but we see right here, um, weirdly, uh, so we do see uh, Icky taking things apart and him really working hard and uh, cleaning, and uh, we do see more interior of Menabee, which is really nice. Um, but uh, Icky starts really thinking about Menabee and cuts himself with an exacto knife and starts yeah. to cry. Uh, and here comes Mr. Narrator again. But this time with some gender bullshit, he goes, a man can only cry three times in his life. And I'm already upset at this. Um, I haven't cried yet today, but the night's still young. We'll see. Um, so he goes, a man can only cry three times in his life uh, when his mother dies, when his father dies, and when he stubs his pinky toe on the corner of a dresser. And I'm like, okay, hold on. You're winning me back, narrator. Like, uh, I, was, I was really getting mad there for a moment. And then he goes, the, the pinky toe thing. And then he goes... With Menabee gone, Icky feels pain in his heart, pain close to that of hitting a pinky toe on a dresser. And I was like, okay, you, you're winning me back. You, you went weird and gendered at first, but I I understand the subversion you're trying to do. Uh, it's, and, it's a little bit more direct than the dub. Uh, Icky literally says, Metabee, I'm so sorry, where are you, Metabee? So we do we do finally get uh, you know, Icky apologizing uh, hopefully he'll do it to Metabee's face at some point. I don't think it actually happens, but at least we do know that, uh, uh, you know, uh, Icky's like remorseful for the actions and the, the consequences that he's caused. Of course. Yeah. Which is great. Like I, I'm glad to see some character growth and if any character could grow, it'd be one that started at zero. So <laughs> I'm going to keep dunking on this kid. He deserves it. <laughs> but no, um, uh, it's weird. Uh, the so the narrator obviously isn't going to be in the dub, um, and again the the man can only cry three things thing is kind of weird. But yeah, um, the pinky toe joke and the the heartache being close to a pinky toe being stubbed on a dresser that's a very good bit. And it's weird it's that it's very try- strange for a joke to be in the sub and not the dub. Yeah, like. it's it's weird they didn't find a like maybe they wrote that down and they're going to use that a little bit later somewhere. That's the only <laughs> thing I can think of because there's so little meat on these bones in the sub. That when they yeah. get a bit, it's weird that they don't just kind of, kind of work with it. Uh, so we do cut over to the uh, the Robros base uh, where they're committing the greatest crime of all, capitalism. Um, and uh, they're you know they're counting all of their fat stacks of cash from their their noodle stand. Uh, and uh, the big Robro finds the, the uh, Metabee's medal. Uh, notices it's not it's not like a, a piece of currency and decides to pop it into his meta watch to see what happens and Metabee immediately starts talking through it mm-hmm. so we now know that they can do that they are sentient when they're in when they're in the watch mm-hmm. at least yeah it's uh, uh, he, it's real good which means Metabee, I understand he wants agency on his own that's the important thing it's not uh, yeah. it's not anything else he wants the agency to do what he wants and not to be yeah. um, controlled. Uh, so yeah. I understand why he's reluctant to get into the watch, um, but at least it's not inconvenient as inconvenient um, due to this watch scenario as him just being completely shut off. Yeah. Uh, so if Icky knew this, which I don't know if Icky does know, he can just put the the metal in the watch and talk to him. He doesn't seem like the well, kind of kid to read the manual. Um, previously, uh, when he tried to eject Metabee's coin. Uh, it wouldn't eject. There was something mm-hmm. wrong with it. Oh, I, uh, it only yeah, it only ejected now because he was defeated in combat. I'm I'm sure it was. 
I, the way I saw that scene was Menabee didn't want his metal ejected, so he didn't allow it to happen. That, that's how uh, I read it as. as yeah. uh, not the, the part was broken, but uh, Menabee has a stronger will than... Uh, I want to say that there was a close-up on the coin in the thing, mm-hmm. and you saw the, the, the little piece holding it in a place, like, twitch and spark a bit. Uh, which, I mean, it, it could be meta be like, consciously not wanting to eject the coin. It could it could be that it's a broken part. Uh, I, I This is probably, like, some some gray area uh it's it's you know for you know for the the uh uh the water cooler discussions mm-hmm. uh the the rewatch podcast to get into um uh, one and only baby yeah i've been <laughs> the looking only metabots podcast uh he does demand to be put into a body immediately and the robro obliges and puts him in uh agadama mm-hmm. uh which is a big armored raccoon with a rice picker hat. <laughs> mm-hmm. you, you know, at first I, I didn't like the look of it, but uh, once I, cause you see it head on and you don't get to notice the nose, but as he moves around throughout the episode, you really get to see that pointy cone nose and the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the rest of it really works for me. Yeah. Um, uh, here's the thing. If this is a gi- if this is a raccoon type metabot, where are his giant balls? I well, need to see them. He's a P A N type. Metabot. Now, I don't speak Japanese uh, very fluently, uh, so I'm not entirely sure of the joke here with the PAN and then the Agadama. There, there's probably a really funny um, and really obvious joke that I'm missing. Uh, so the the Japanese thing that they would call him would would have been a Tanuki. Uh, right. So it's probably he's actually supposed to be he's not supposed to be a raccoon and he's supposed to be like a panda or a red panda or yeah, something like. Because if he was a raccoon or a Tanuki, I assume it would be. T A N and he would have uh, his name would be like Tom Nook or something like I get yeah. that, um, but yeah you know, I I couldn't tell what he was supposed to be other than a cute little robot and a pointy hat. I I think it might be uh, like he's supposed to be like a red panda or something. Um, we I guess we didn't see if he had a tail or like any stripes or anything, but I, I guess I looked, the color scheme works tell. for both. Yeah, yeah. Um, but so. Medibee puts in the watch, immediately kind of rude, and demands to be put into a body. Um, big guy goes, okay, and, uh, the very closest body he puts him in. And uh, Medibee starts yelling at him. He goes, this is, you know, this is all we have. Um, and Medibee's still like, this is a stupid, ugly body. I can't believe you put me in this. And he's like, well, I just wanted to help. So, like, this is great. Like, I love this guy. <laughs> But you know, if, with how nice this guy is, and Medibee's already being incredibly mean to him, I think I think we can understand how this uh, this issue between Medibee and Icky is is two sided. Oh, it's uh, not just Icky being a piece of shit. <laughs> I, understandably, I, I get it. Yeah. No, Medibee has his issues too. But when you're dealt a when you're dealt a bad hand, you know sometimes you get a little bitter. Yeah. Um, no. Uh, so the uh, Robros uh, attack and tie up Medibee. Uh, yeah. And they say. We sense evil in your heart. Join our gang. Or they're going to kill him with a drill. <laughs> okay, that doesn't pop up in the uh, in the sub. They just say, you know, we'll have to take you apart because you can't know where we are. But then, oh, and then, they, stop. That's, oh, and man. then they stop and go, hold on. We sense evil in your heart. Join our gang. And the little baby boy goes, evil feels nice, Robo. I love the sensation of straying from the path to descend deeper and deeper into darkness. It's something yeah. a kid can't understand. It's for grown-ups only, Robo. Which, mm. The the sub's knocking out of that park this episode. Yeah, uh, and the the dub is 
basically almost completely the same, uh, aside from uh, the the more threatening implications that they have with the drill. Uh. No, they're uh, they're pretty good. And then they go, you were thrown away, tossed out, abandoned, just like us. Join us and let's pursue evil activities together. That's a lifestyle as well, Robo. Which, yeah. Okay, they're coming out a little strong, but they're like, hey, we have an alternative lifestyle where we wear cool suits and do crime together. Do you want to yeah. do crime with us? And they, like, they, you know, let him know that he can get even with Icky, even. Uh, and you know, if if he if he does really well, he could be a shift supervisor at the noodle stand, even. Maybe get promoted to night manager. Like you know, that'd be could have a pretty cushy gig here. <laughs> and upon hearing that he could uh, ascend to the ranks of manager, uh, he goes. Yeah, all right, sign me up, Robo. Which which is, all he wants is the respect. He wants to be able to make decisions and have people listen to him. Like, them offering him a job to, they have, he has to work up to it. But them offering him the chance to, you know, become respected and everything else. This is where I stop to think, hey, wait a minute. They're asking Menabee to join them. They value his decisions. They say, if you work hard, you know, you become our boss. And then they say robo at the end of every sentence. These guys respect robots a lot to the point where are, are they the good guys? I mean, granted, I don't think so. they were stealing from, <laughs> they were stealing from children last episode. I'll, I'll give you that. Um, they, they, uh, pretend they were ghosts. Um, but they are also the only people that say, hey, we're asking a robot a question. We want him to answer us. Oh, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll kill him. We'll kill him if he doesn't join us. Sure. But like, I mean, they are asking. They they have repeatedly kidnapped, tied up children. And later in this episode, they do threaten to kill them. So I don't know if I can say that they're the good guys. <laughs> yeah. But like one of those children is icky. So like, mm mm-hmm. And you associate with Icky, you're going to get kidnapped and threatened to be murdered. Like, like choose your friends yeah. better. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't think that's good guy stuff. <laughs> you know what? I guess we'll just agree to disagree. <laughs> they, they commit crimes. That's cool. That's good. Uh, they, they work hard at um, restaurant jobs. I, you know, I like crime. I work at restaurant jobs. I, I get, you know what? I see the problem here. I'm projecting. I get it. Okay. Well, th- this is uh, th- this is not the kind of crime like uh, you know um, uh, liberating payroll from capitalists or, or that kind of thing. This is this is kidnapping children. This is stealing children's toys. Like uh, uh, it, when when we say be gay and do crime, we're talking about crime that affects the system, not uh, not crime that primarily targets children. <laughs> okay, I agree with you there. Uh, you know, now, un- unless. Unless they're rich kids. And then, you know, it's grayer. <laughs> we, we know the narrator yeah, I mean, has they, a problem can, with the rich They can kidnap kids. and ransom yeah. Koji. That's fine. <laughs> uh, bring Koji into the gang. Yeah. Um, so, uh, we do cut over to Icky, who's, uh, you know, making making his way to school. Um, uh, is, you know, still sad, you know, is missing uh, uh, Metabee. And comes across one of our favorite characters, the Chick Seller, is here. And I mostly didn't pay attention to what the chick seller was saying, except that he's getting he's getting his uh, his business 
like horned in on by the by the new pet shop that's open because we do just get several seconds of just really adorable chicks on screen. <laughs> oh, uh, this is another instance of the sub knocking out of the park and the dub just flubbing it. So uh, in the sub, he goes, so uh, Icky's walking to school alone. And he goes, hey, kid, where are you going? He goes, school. He goes, if you could bring one thing to school, what would it be? Icky sadly goes, a friend, he goes, no air, dumbass. Without air, you couldn't breathe and you would die. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, what? He goes, also food and water. You die without those. And he's like, you said one thing. He goes, I don't care what he said. You would die. And he's like, what? I don't understand. He goes, friends are important, but you know what else is important? A lot of other things, which is a weird moral to a story. And Nikki goes, yeah, friends are important. And then runs off. Yeah. Which is, um, <laughs> the chick seller went from being a very wise man who maybe says something's weird in order to sell a chick to just straight up going, you have to breathe air, dumbass, to a, to a child. <laughs> He didn't even try to sell a chick this time, which is weird. <laughs> but I he did he I, did try to sell one in the in the dub at least. Yeah. But yes, he's, he seems very irritable today. Uh. <laughs> yeah, it, it was just it's a great line. Um, Icky turns around, runs into Erica. He turns around, and runs home. Erica's like, "Why not school?" And he goes, "I got more important things to do." Uh, Icky's mom's watching. Calls the principal. To tell them, Icky's busy today. He's on the verge of losing a friend. And the principal goes, you know what? I understand that. I'll talk to the teachers personally. We, we, the principal's the best character in the show, besides Coach it's, Man Mountain. It's even, it's even better in the dub, because, you know, uh, uh, Icky tells his mom to call school for him and say he won't be there. Um and she does, and uh, she's gonna be like, "Yeah, you know, uh, he's not gonna be at school today. He's he's lost his uh, he's lost Metabee's part. He's trying to go find him." Uh, and the principal is just like, "Okay, yeah, that's that. You know, Metabots are really important. That's fine. Uh, you know, I'll I'll take care of it." And then we, uh, uh, you know, hangs the phone up and says, "A lot of principals would have uh, wouldn't have been cool with that, but they aren't hip with the kids. You know what I'm saying?" At which point, Samurai responds with word, <laughs> which is. I'm not going to diminish that. That is really great. It shows a lot of character for the principal um, yeah. about how he's he's trying to be the cool, fun guy. Um, <laughs> but it does take agency away from Icky's mom, who sees his boy completely forget about school and goes, nah, I got this. Uh, the principal and the sub, after he hangs up and goes, you know, I'm glad there's still some good in children these days. And then he just yeah. stares out the window. Uh, we also, uh, I don't want to... Neg- neglect the fact that we see samurai bot with a lightsaber and a sucker in his hand yes. uh th- those are two very important points uh so he's just chilling with a lightsaber and holding i i'm guessing it's a sucker it might be one of those um those wrapped drumsticks for some reason it's um uh it's a particular thing that uh you use to polish um japanese swords with mm-hmm. it's like a it's a pom-pom with a butt with an abrasive dust and you kind of like lightly tap it on the sword and then rub that down with like uh, a certain kind of like, you know, honing leather or honing uh, uh, stone or that kind of thing. So it's it's probably making a reference to like him doing some kind of upkeep on the mm-hmm. lightsaber, which is, I guess, kind yeah. of a cool visual goof. Which uh, Yeah. OK. So I I had assumed it was something to do with that. Um, and I'm glad that I'm right. I'm glad we have a uh, renowned sword expert on the show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, the fact that it's a lightsaber is just a real good 
It's real good. I'm loving it. Which means eventually, so now we've seen um, we've seen Samurai Bot uh, eager to fight. We've seen him at a competition. And now we see he fights with laser swords. That has to mean we see an actual fight between him and someone else. I, I'm sure at some point, the next time we have a tournament arc, uh, we, we will see it. Uh, <laughs> this cannot be Chekhov's Samurai Bot. <laughs> um, I'm waiting for that third act. It's probably because, like, this this is, like, a fan favorite, like, bot, and they're just, they're waiting to use it at another time, probably. He's the final boss, I see. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, man, but they head back to, they, they get Salty. Uh, mm-hmm. Salty sniffs up and down on uh, Metabee's parts. Uh, you know, Arika doesn't even know if, if this is going to work. Uh, you know, it's been raining so much and uh, meta parts even have a smell and et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but you know, they, um, uh, they managed to sniff out Karen back at the, uh, at the supermarket who has apparently been here all night searching for the coin. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, then, you know, they pick up another scent and they head off there and they find themselves at, at the rubber robot, uh, the rubber robot gangs, uh, warehouse. Yeah. Uh, Karen looking all night uh, flustered in the bush like we only see this girl trying her best she just learned Meta B wasn't dead yesterday okay she's trying her hardest Uh, Koji's not here which is um, I guess he's preparing for that fight because he doesn't understand what's happening Um, but yeah I would have liked to see Koji here I think uh, well, Koji, Koji's getting ready. Koji's yeah. getting ready for the 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 big uh, climactic battle, um, and we know he's also been searching for Karen all the time. But you know, he he's got different perspectives. He would never think that she'd be out here, you know, in the dirt like a poor person. Uh, Where so, people love know. dirt, it's good for their skin. <laughs> yeah, that's why they walk so much. <laughs> yeah, um, we do see. Um, so the the gang, yeah, they kidnap the children, which is bad, but. But they give Salty a bone. So Yeah, but then they throw him out because there aren't the dogs aren't allowed in the Robro's hideout. Uh, that's not a place I want to yeah, be. Not, I'm sorry. Not in the sub. In the sub, <laughs> they just quietly toss him a bone outside so he has something to play with. <laughs> um but yeah, uh, I guess they do kidnap um again Erica, which is bad, I guess. Yeah. But they also, also kidnap find out that, yeah. they kidnap the screws, which is neutral. I'm not gonna say that's good or yeah. bad. I think that's just kinda neutral. Yeah, uh, we do find out that the screws were specifically looking for Metabee's metal so that they could sell it for money. Um, uh-uh. They couldn't let friends suffer alone. Oh, man. Uh, I, I mean, I, then they I wanted to use it. the metal for themselves so they'd be the yeah. best fighters around. But for the most part, it was they couldn't let friends suffer alone. Yeah. Which means, um, okay, so both the v- villains, in heavy quotes, of the show, the screws and the uh, the Robo Robo gang... Um, both, uh, seen as the villains a lot of times. Um, they're, they're both nicer than Icky. Again, they are kidnapped. I'm, I'm going to give you that one. Sure. (laughs) You can't be nice and kidnap people. Okay. That's fair. Whatever. (laughs) But, you know, they did ask Medivy if they want to join the gang. Uh, the screws are here, you know, to help Icky. I mean, probably going to keep the metal for themselves just like they did the crab arm but but on the surface they're being nice which is still yeah. more than icky icky's not even nice on the surface 
Uh, so, um, we do kind of, uh, get the reveal of, uh, Meta B and his new body standing in the corner, um, uh, and, uh, it just kind of, like, reveals that he's, he's evil now, he's, he's a part of the Rubber Robo, uh, Rubber Robo Gang, um, and, uh, everybody laughs because they think that his new body is ridiculous, and it kind of is. Which is um, mean. That's a mean yeah. thing to do. That's something mean people do. <laughs> but I do love the reveal of, hey, I'm evil now. Like, yeah. That is pretty good. And to be fair, even uh, even Medivy thought the body was ridiculous when he first got it, but it's the it's the only one that they got, so he has to deal with it. Um, uh, these screws do tell him that he needs they, they can't let the kids go, so he's he's got to kill them, otherwise he's going to get kicked out of the gang. This is not a the, te- okay, yeah, telling okay. your initiate to kill children is not a thing good people do. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, this is where they get into some slight gray area. Okay. <laughs> I don't think it's there. I don't. I think this is a heavily black area. This is a very uh, dark, dark thing uh, that you're asking Metabi to to commit gang violence in order to officially be a part of the gang. This ain't. This is not good. Okay. Well. Okay. To be fair, Metabi shouldn't kill Erica or Brass. You know they're innocent in this whole thing. Um, some of the screws are probably all right. They they shouldn't be killed. And, and you know what? I don't think. I'll say it on record. I don't think Meta B should kill Icky. I think Icky <laughs> should pay for his crimes. <laughs> I'll say it. I'll be on the record. I'm against Icky dying. <laughs> without standing trial first. <laughs> uh, well, um, uh, you know, uh, Icky straight up tells Meta B to do it. Yeah, uh, he agrees with me. And but he, he knows but it's dying would be better. That he thinks that Medivy's a traitor for joining the Rubber Robo Gang, uh, and they uh, they immediately get into a fight again. Um, uh, they're you know fighting back uh, fighting back and forth about how you know uh, Icky's never respected Medivy, uh, but also that you know uh, uh, Medivy never even tries to listen to Icky. And finally, finally, uh, uh, forty minutes after this whole debacle has started we uh, finally get a chance for them to actually talk about what's going on. Icky explains that the entire reason that he, you know, he got, he borrowed Henry's tin pet and put the parts together was so that, uh, you know, um, Metabi wouldn't have to sit in, in the watch or like, you know, not have his, his uh, uh, consciousness in a body while he did all of like the tune-ups and cleaning that uh, Metabi wanted him to do. Uh, and so they 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 finally have this heart to heart about what's going on. <laughs> it only took Iggy being at gunpoint for him to communicate. <laughs> now, granted, Metabi was the gun in this situation, but uh, it's still. Um, yeah, th- this was a real. Well, and not even that, because Icky was Icky was ready to just get shot and killed uh, without <laughs> even saying it. So Icky is so <laughs> bad, so bad that he's like, you know what? I'd rather be shot in the face than apologize. Which, <laughs> I, rough. The kid's ten, eleven. I, I yeah, I, I give the kid shit um, for comedy humor. Yeah, okay, it's a bit whatever. Uh, <laughs> we'll say that. Um, just in case this ends up in a court record somewhere. Um, but, <laughs> like, he, he does immediately make fun of Medibee's new body, make fun of his new lifestyle. Remember, doing crime is lifestyle, according to the Robo Robo gang. Um, and then it says, you know, just, just kill me. I don't want to apologize to you, which is real harsh. Um, 
but the, this uh, this fight to get real is actually you know pretty hard to watch. Um, I, yeah. I've never been real good with uh, people. I, uh, you, we said earlier in the episode, you know, you know, with anxiety, it's kind of hard when we stretch two episodes out for uh, for no reason when a simple conversation and some emotional back and forth can solve all of your problems. But uh, combine that with just the anger and uh, almost hatred they both feel for each other is uh, a little too real for the end of a kid's show, I want to say. Uh, it lasts a little too long for me to be comfortable with it. <laughs> uh, again, might just be me because Icky's a bad guy and deserves to go to jail for his crimes. But um, <laughs> mm, it, it was real, real hard to see uh, that argument last like two and a half three minutes it yeah. was a, it was a it was a long run time for the show comparatively yeah and especially because this is the kind of culmination of this being like usually the plot of about every other episode it seems like uh i'm i'm really hoping this is kind of like the nail in the coffin for it and we'll just we'll get them occasionally disagreeing every now and again but we'll stop having plots that center around it but um I really we'll, hope we'll so. see yeah uh um, spoilers maybe um but we do see well, retort phantom renegade thief retort well for, first of all meta b in his new body does punch out a bunch of the robros uh and then yeah uh phantom renegade drives in on a forklift blowing the door open <laughs> see um I, I went back and watched this um i could have sworn retort showed up before meta b threw a punch um, so they I, might, you, you're probably they, right. They, yeah. Um, well, they might've changed it in the dub. Mm -hmm. We know that we do know that they, they occasionally like shuffle stuff around. So like, I wouldn't be too surprised, but, uh, at least as far as, um, how it plays out in the dub is yeah, the Robros get all of their, uh, 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 Metabots out, uh, Meta B punches a couple of them and then Phantom Renegade drives a forklift through the door. Real and, good. Uh, Real good. Yes. Yeah, Starts uh, throwing stuff around, having a little monologue, uh, and tells uh, Icky and everybody to get out of there. Which, I'm going to throw this in here. You know Retort drove past Salty on the way in here. <laughs> just just going to throw that out there, because that made me giggle. The idea of him <laughs> driving a forklift past Salty. Just well breaking down the door. You know what else that means. That means that Salty knows Phantom Renegade's smell now. And that means they could potentially use Salty to find out his identity. Or maybe, maybe the reason that Salty didn't, we don't see Salty barking or running around or anything, is because he's hes used to Phantom Renegade's smell. Perhaps mm. because he lives in the same household as him. I was thinking it was the smoke bombs. Kind of disguised his <laughs> smell. He just smells like That's sulfur true. all the time. Like, like yeah. a good firework. Um, yeah. But uh, Retort shows up and says, I believe you have a fight to get to, and then sets the children free. Yeah. Which is a cool opening line from a uh, masked thief. I'm going to have to use that more often. Um, yeah. Also, uh, real cool. Um, again, we're like you know, 40 episodes in in the sub here. Um, <laughs> we hear the theme song for the first time in the middle of a show. Okay. During this fight, um, as Retort starts throwing his Team Rocket coins at people and uh, setting everybody <laughs> free, um, Metabee teleports in, the screws begin to fight, and like we see here, the theme song just swell as the uh, Robo Robos just go flying into the air. And like, yeah. that's 
you know what? It it actually works normally uh, in cartoons and uh, anime where this kind of thing happens. I'm not a big fan, but I think they earned it here. I don't know when when they play the op in in the show. Uh, I like it. It gets me. I uh, I'm always gonna love it. Uh. Well, I okay. And to be fair, this isn't the cool dub uh, song. Um, yeah, which I think they play in every fight, regardless in yeah. in the dub. So that's you know, it's it's good, it's fine. We're we're living in plenty. Uh, yeah, and <laughs> uh, this and uh, the sub it plays the sub opening, which we only hear in the beginning of every episode. And to be honest, uh, since I watched the uh, shows so many times for this podcast, so many times, uh, I think I watched them six times uh, for this show. Um, is that is that not counting the episodes that you accidentally watched that you didn't need to? <laughs> no, because I watched those twice each, too. Um, so I watched 10 episodes of Metabots this week, which is big, uh, because um, to date this episode, um, Steve came out for uh, Smash Brothers this week. So, you know, it's been a real busy week. Yeah, yeah. I had to learn all about Steve, mining and crafting. Two of my favorite <laughs> hobbies combined into Smash Brothers. It's great. Um but uh, I, I tend to skip past uh, the opening credits anymore. You know, they don't change, and I don't want to hear them seven times a week. Um, oh, I listen. I listen to the 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 dub op every single time. Oh, it's I real good. Slap Especially that VHS into the player, and I do the moves while the metabots do them on screen. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> All right, you know what? I'm sold. I'll, I'll come um, over. We'll put the VHSs in. We'll have uh, some bagel bites. <laughs> And we'll yeah. just we'll just start fighting. <laughs> uh, but it's time for the climactic battle as uh, our our team escapes and arrives just in time while Koji is waiting uh, to uh, have this big uh, this big uh, showdown in front of the temple. Uh, Mister Referee comes out of a chest with a with the the entire chest lid balancing on top of his head until he mm-hmm. does the the row battle start uh arm maneuver and uh we're we're at it we're doing it um this is where uh one of the other very subtle differences between the dub and sub comes up um so uh koji didn't really tell him to meet him here at sunset for the the fight he just said he will be waiting to fight him um <laughs> And then Icky runs up and begs to fight Koji. And Koji goes very, almost sweetly, um, replies with, of course, I was waiting for you to come to me. I was waiting for this. And then, and then the fight starts. Um, we found the real ship of the show. Uh, but yeah, uh, <laughs> the, the entire time Koji refers to him as his rival and he wants him to be better so Koji can be better. And I, I mean, it's a shonen anime. Yeah, you know, yeah. rival gets thrown around a lot. But um, a lot of times it feels really forced. Um, this one, and like, forced and antagonistic, or forced and why can't you guys just be friends? But this one yeah. definitely feels like you know what they see each other as equals and they want to, they want to fight each other as a way of hanging out, and it, it feels kind of genuine. Um, maybe. Maybe Metabots is getting to me, I guess. Uh, <laughs> but this is probably um, one of my favorite rivalries uh, I've seen in, uh, I say in see in recent years. This is a 25-year-old anime. Um, but yeah, it's probably one of my favorite in recent years. It, it feels genuine. 
is, does that come across to you at all, or is this just me uh, being so incredibly lonely during quarantine? No, no, I, I get where you're coming from. I think, um, I mean, this this is this is how I feel about like Icky and Metabi interacting over these two episodes. I think they kind of um, uh, the dub doesn't really like. It has the the Koji um, uh, uh, Icky rivalry, but not as heavily. It's not as as tropey in the way that it's mm-hmm. focused. Uh, and Koji's kind of portrayed much more as like kind of a rich piece of shit in the yeah, dub. Definitely. Um, but we, you know, uh, we'll, we'll, we will get a nice moment in the dub uh, after the battle. But mm-hmm. uh, we do cut over real quick to the the Robe Rose uh, warehouse where we see them just get fucked up by the screws left and right. And then Phantom Renegade uh, proceeds to run off with their giant bag of stolen metals. Real good. Um uh, and he escapes with a smoke bomb and on a self-propelled hang glider. <laughs> a real cool escape, yeah. yeah. Yeah, real cool. The hang glider was a real nice touch. Um, he's got all these rare metals now. He should give one to Henry. Yeah. Like, oh, the poor man. guy only has tin bats and no metal. Yeah, it would be crazy if... Um, they should uh, be friends. Henry just happened, if Henry just happened to have, like, several metabots with... Unlimited metals. Uh, the next time that we see him, that would just be crazy. And I mean, I don't know if that'll happen though. That would really just cement the fact that uh, I he meets his hero. Because don't forget, um, Henry's in love with the Phantom Thief. I, you know, I, I assume as a hero <laughs> worship thing and not so much a romantic partnership thing. But you know, we don't know what Henry does behind closed doors. Maybe, maybe he does date the thief, and that's why he was so interested in the kids meeting him and liking him. It's like I want you to like my cool boyfriend. He steals he steals things for me. <laughs> like I, I I get that. All right, I'm down. Yeah. Um but yeah, and then we cut back to uh the Similodon and Meta B match. Uh, they seem really, really uh, closely matched. They are basically destroying each other's arms one by one until both of them are left with no arms. Um uh, they're pretty. They're they're pretty much tied. If they just kind of uh, uh, all Meta B has to do is just kind of uh, stay where he is. And since um, uh, uh, Similodon's only um, uh, weapon is just this this uh, disruptor that'll blow missiles up, uh, they they can't do, do any damage to each other, and they will end in a tie. But we find out that uh, Koji has scored more points, which means that the win will go to him if they tie, yeah. uh, which means that there is a scoring system and we have no idea how it works. Yeah, uh, which is wild. Um, the first mention of points uh, in any of these fights. But it's also wild because uh, we learned something else here. Uh, something I think more important. Um, the Metabots world doesn't have kicking invented yet. Um, you just can't kick people, I guess. Your, your legs are meant for walking, and that's just what they'll do. Well, it's it, it must be that uh, you have to have specific kicking legs, leg parts. You have to have attack legs, probably, and just neither of them have that. Um, I don't know. Uh, Beetles are great at kicking. I watch Kamen Rider. That's all he does. <laughs> uh, you know, the, the metabots are only as good as their metafighters. Uh, they're only as smart as their metafighters, and that's, that's where the, the deep tactics come in. And, uh, yeah, Icky tells, uh, Meta B to trust him and, uh, that he's, he should use his missiles. And so, uh, Meta B's like, all right, I'll, I'll listen to you and, uh, gets ready to fire him. Uh, so that, uh, Smilodon starts charging up its disruptor, but Icky tells, uh, Meta B to run away from Smilodon and fire the missiles in the opposite direction. 
uh, which proceeds to the blast rockets Metabee towards Similodon, uh, so that he can, you know, bodily headbutt Similodon, knock him out, and that's how uh, Icky and Metabee win this fight. Um, and also, I didn't know if you noticed this, but Smilodon actually has a pincer beetle medal, uh, which kind of backs up the fact that they're um, they're rivals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it is a uh, that's a very nice touch. Um, I I'm a I'm a big fan of these beetle rivalries. Um, we don't get that here in America, but in Japan, <laughs> these these two big beetle types uh, for the uninitiated, they just love fighting. Uh, you see it all the time. You see it in uh, so many different animes. Again, you see it a lot in Common Rider. Uh, you see it in Animal Crossing. The beetles fight in the museum at night. They have a little beetle fight club. Like I love it. Um, hopefully, uh, on. For some reason, hopefully, maybe he'll get a new beetle body type just so he can fight Metal B better. Who knows? Who knows? We it, certainly we haven't seen one in the OP every single episode. Uh, I don't know. I don't watch the OP. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, it, it is a it is a good fight. Um, I I love the self destruct rock propel yourself uh, maneuver. Um, I love it every time it comes up. Meta B does it great. Yeah. Uh, what really works? Meta B for... doesn't like it though. No, no, no. And I think that's what makes it better this time. Is Meta B yeah. didn't know what was happening. He's dizzy. The 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 missiles exploding. His head kind of knocked him out as he's flying through the air. It's that metal fell, and I was expecting seconds later another metal to fall. <laughs> Long enough that um, Meta B still wins, but he doesn't really win. Uh, that wasn't the case, which is great. Yeah. Um, makes Mr. Referee's job a lot easier, I'm guessing. Yeah. But, yeah, what a good fight. Yeah. And, uh, Koji extends a hand to shake with Icky, uh, and it's just, like, you know, uh, clear, like, you know, he, uh, he really respects him as a rival, that, uh, he thinks, you know, Icky did good, and he's glad that they finally got a chance to, like, really fight all out together. Um, so, yeah, that is, that is kind of touching and nice. Um, a respectful young man. Yeah. Um, and then, hey, guess who comes up? Henry's here, um, and for some reason he really he really needs uh, that tin pet back from um, uh, back from Icky and and Metabi. It turns out like his boss started getting on him about it because it was apparently like the store tin pet. Even though previously Henry said it was his tin pet, I don't know. I'm sure there's no other possible reason that Henry would suddenly really need a tin pet uh, to do anything with. It's not like he has a medal or anything. Well, or maybe, an entire bag of them. Yeah, maybe the Phantom Thief gave it to him. M- maybe my dreams came true. Um, <laughs> but are you telling me you've never been at a low-paying job, and then your boss goes, oh, hey, by the way, this is yours? And then you're like, cool, this is mine. And the moment you try to take ownership of something, the boss is like, well, when I said it's yours, I meant it's mine, but you could touch it. You tell me this never happened? Uh, it has, but I mean, you know, I worked in food service long enough that it was just kind of like, you knew how to give him the runaround and be like, oh yeah, I have that. It's, um, yeah, you know, it's in my car or it's, you know, oh yeah, it's, um, uh, it's, I, I was keeping it in the upstairs closet. I think I saw, I think I saw somebody using it the, uh, uh you know, uh, a minute ago. That's why I don't have it on me right now. You know, there's ways you can get around it. <laughs> uh, I, it, it takes me back. Um, I, I've never... I've never told this on a podcast before, but, um, so, uh, I was working at Domino's once and I got mugged and, um, I was bleeding on my uniform and it got destroyed. 
Uh, yeah. And I go back to work, and my boss sees my outfit and charges me $25 to buy a new shirt because I destroyed company property. I, I think yep. I think right then I'm like, I, I think that was the moment I stopped going for, you know what, I think maybe one day if I'm lucky I'll become super rich to, <laughs> yeah, no, destroy all capitalism, even if it affects me poorly. I, th- I think that was the, the moment uh, I went from becoming um, a socially um, caring person who, you know, maybe had some wishes of becoming rich to just an outright, you know, I've really been... Uh, relating to the rubber robos this time around, and I, I think this is another issue of that here. I think that <laughs> radicalized me a little bit too much. Yeah. But yeah. Well, this is why we shouldn't we should uh, we shouldn't trust the rubber robos who have this desire to to like you know be managers and own franchises. Uh, and really, it speaks to the deep seated evil inside of their hearts. <laughs> yeah, but on the other hand, uh, they do have a diverse group of people and provide uniforms for them. I we I mean, we've we've seen how many row battles so far, and we didn't know there was a point scoring system. We don't know what the what what the Robros uh, policies on on uniform charges is. Uh, it, it, this could be like a a hefty MLM situation. Uh, who yeah. knows what they're getting into? <laughs> you know, I um, historically I hate agreeing with Esper on podcasts. Um, <laughs> it's it just it's never worked in my favor. Um, but maybe they had a point where this show is, at least partially, from Icky's point of view. Um, and maybe it's just because Icky doesn't pay attention to fights that we just don't hear him. Well, yeah. I mean, he's he's only had a, a Metabot for how long now? Like, maybe a, a couple of months? <laughs> <laughs> Not long enough, I guess. Yeah. And he certainly, I mean, he uh, probably doesn't understand how the fights actually work well enough that, like, Arika thought to record the championship so that she could give it to him and tell him to study it for the tournament. So yeah, it checks out. Yeah. Um, but, uh, it's good. You bring that back up. Um, cause so the fight we see now is a lot like the fight we see at the beginning of last episode. Um, we see a sharp shooter mech, um, meta B and uh warp on it against yeah. a, uh, a metabot that has, um, a shield capability, uh, which is a, a real neat thing. And um, I kind of wish they would have done a little bit more of a mirror situation, but I don't wish it more than I like the fact that Meta B explodes his own head to uh, turn himself into a rocket. That's a yeah. way better way of solving that problem. <laughs> if Warbonnet yeah. could do that, that would have been a way cooler fight. <laughs> And I well, guess who knows what's who knows what's in that head unit? Uh, could be anything. I guess Icky didn't spend the time to. Uh, to actually watch the video yet, I'm going to guess. Yeah. He's been a little busy being um, uh, depressed. Uh, well, who knows? Maybe we'll, um, maybe we'll find out exactly how, uh, uh, how, how, uh, racist this, this, uh, Metabot is the next time we inevitably see it. Uh, yeah, I hope we don't see it again. Um, I, I'm looking forward to all new ways of being disappointed by Metabots. Uh, I, I don't need to keep rehashing the old ones. <laughs> I, I just just let it go, please. We'll, we'll we'll find new and fun countries to uh do really bad harmful stereotypes for. Um 
G Gundam style, I guess. Yeah. Um, I can't wait for the Metabot that's, uh, uh, you know, a wooden shoe or whatever. Um, <laughs> I mean, I actually think it would be kind of fun, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, windmill Gundam is the, one of the best Gundams in, in G Gundam. Uh, but that's not neither here nor, nor there. Well, see, um, that's how they that they win a fight against Metabee by just sticking a thumb in their little missile socket. <laughs> then we're that, that's how you win. Yeah. Uh, well, Mitch, that is the two parter for better for worse. Um, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Big Bad Beetle Boy, um, just like it sounds at uh, Twitter. Uh, that's probably going to be the best way to find me. Um, I know we're wrapping up here. I'm going to stop you real quick. Uh, we were talking before the show. This is our special three-hour episode. We have another hour and ten minutes to go. We are uh, already longer than last episode. We've got to find a way to cut the times down on these. I can't. This cannot turn into a three-hour podcast. <laughs> you know, you're saying that, but uh, I have you on right. You know, I'll post it on the Twitter. I'll post you on the Twitter saying... Uh, you know, the world's longest podcast. Uh, we really okay. cannot, can't, cannot exponentially increase the, the runtime of this podcast. We're already about to hit two hours. <laughs> uh, a coward. I, I'm hearing cowardice here. All right. I, I'll do my job as a whatever. <laughs> Colin, where can we find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me at Pagetish, P-A-D-G-E-T-T-I-S-H, uh, on Twitter and social media. I am private right now, but feel free to send me a request. I also haven't checked that, but I probably should. Um, you can also find me on the other podcast that I co-host, Wow Cool Robot. Um, we are uh, in the good part of Zeta Gundam now, uh, having a great time. Um, so good please, part. you know, if yeah, uh, if if you want a if you want a, a a Gundam with just as much and more uh, teens uh, fighting because they don't know how to communicate with each other, uh, check out Gundam. It's got plenty of that. Um, and also, eventually, you know, racist characters of people based on robots, um, which ain't great. But here we are. Uh, yeah, um, you can also find the show at MetaWatch. Uh, I assume you've already found it. Uh, you don't. I can't imagine you randomly stumbling across this without being subscribed to it on That'd iTunes, wild. Uh, Apple Play, uh, Apple Podcasts, whatever. Um, <laughs> randomly finding a Metabots podcast starting with episode five. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but if you aren't subscribed to the Twitters, you should definitely go check out MetaWatch and MetaRotch. Uh, you know, a lot of good gifts on there. Good times. Great. So far. Um, yeah. Wait for the, we're going to have seven Twitters by the end of the year. I got that kind of time. Yeah, I mean, you've got to start the fan fiction one. Um, I no, hold uh, on, hold on. I'm going to stop you real quick because if you mention something else, we're going to have to do it. If we mention a different Twitter on the air, I stopped myself twice earlier. <laughs> we will have to follow through. I I I am committed to making you make a uh, a MetaWatch fan fiction Twitter. So yes, yeah, I'll do that. Whatever sure. it's going to be. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to finish my whiskey and get right to work, boss. Yeah. Um, uh, you know what we didn't do? Well, what did we do? We didn't come up with an ending bit. 